Welcome to Logical, the UAE's first and only legal podcast. My name is Tim Elliott. Logical comes to you from HPL, Yamalava and Pleska, the Dubai-based legal firm. And as ever, the managing partner is Ludmilla Yamalava. Good to see you. Good to be here, Tim. Thank you. This time, advertising in the United Arab Emirates. Ludmilla, lots and lots to unpack uh, here. What you can and what you can't do in advertising in the UAE. It's a nation with... I think a thriving advertising industry is reasonable to say. Um, it's very much the center of the ad industry in the GCC and the Gulf Corporation Council, uh, really particularly uh, Dubai. All the big names here are dealing in print, TV, radio, digital, outdoor, you name it. They're all here doing it, let's face it. Indeed. And as you rightfully said, it's a very complex legal framework. There's no such thing as just one advertising law, overarching advertising law, and that's for a number of reasons. One is, um, just to set it out right, is that the UAE is uh, the United Arab Emirates. It is a country of seven emirates, and at some level, uh, there are federal laws that govern uh, the entire country, including all the emirates. And at other level, there are certain laws that are specific to that particular emirate. And so, as as far as advertising is concerned, that certainly is the case. So there are some federal laws that apply to advertising uh, at a broader level or in general uh, across the board, and there are specific regulations, decrees, decisions uh, that pertain to a particular emirate. And um, in terms of just the, um, the the legal authorities that exist, you have the actual law, and that could be, for example, the federal law number 15 of 1980 on publications publishing, and then you can have implementing regulations. Then you have cabinet decisions. They can have uh, decrees uh, and resolutions and so on and so forth. So there are many of these uh, advertising-related main laws and uh, and implementing regulations and subsequent decrees and clarifications that relate to advertising in particular. But additionally, there are other legal authorities that also are at play as far as advertising activities are concerned, but they're not specifically related to advertising activities. For example, the uh, criminal law or the penal code, or as we now call it, the, the, the new criminal law is called the UAE Crime and Punishment Law. There are a number of aspects uh, that uh, would be in in advertising uh, context that would also be subject to the criminal laws. Similarly, there is the cybercrime law, the UAE cybercrime law as well, comes into play often uh, in as far as ad- advertising is concerned, in particular with regards to digital advertising and any kind of online advertising or social media. Uh, so, and uh, so all that. If this was not enough. Uh, as um, we, as we all know, or those of us who've been here long enough, all of this is a fairly new country. Uh, then it's a very it's a rapidly evolving country. So therefore, the laws here are also often changing and evolving. And and the, sometimes in the process, there's a question about whether some of the previous laws that existed, for example, in the 80s, mm. are still applicable. Uh, and or whether they're at least interpreted or applied the same way as they were in 1980s versus today. 
so um, it really is very um, it's very specific on the particular industry, a particular action, particular type of marketing advertising in terms of figuring out what are the legal authorities that are at play. But uh, if I were just to rattle out a few legal authorities that are related to advertising in the UAE is, for example, the Federal Number 15 of 1980 on publication publishing. Imagine, the publication publishing in the 80s meant something so, so, so different from what it means today. Uh, then, and then you have specific emirates like the Fujera Law Number 1 of 1994 concerning on promotional campaigns for commercial advertising. Then there is a specific uh, local orders, for example, in Dubai on, on from 2003 on public health and safety in community uh, in the Emirate of Dubai. And then there is um, another UAE cabinet decision number 7 of 2007 on health advertisements regulations. And then Ras al-Khaimah, which is one of the Emirates here, has its own regulations from 2008, and that's law number 11 on the control of, uh, of advertising. And then there is another administrative decision, number 35 of 2012, on the standards of advertisements content in the media. And that's perhaps one of the more interesting ones, and I'll, um, I'll come back to it later, but this is dated 2012. That's 10 years ago. Mm. Again, many of those standards, and the uh, name of the law is standards on advertisements content in the media. And as you can imagine, many of those standards would be rather inapplicable today. And um, and then there's uh, a number of other similar kind of regulations coming from the Emirate of Sharjah and from Abu Dhabi uh, and, you know, more from the UAE level and so on and so forth. So there's perhaps some of the m- most recent advertising related laws are in 2000, uh, in 2018, there were some regulations on um, uh, influencers and social media and influencers. That was quite interesting. That was 2018. But again, that's rather dated by today's uh, standards. And then there's um, the new crime and punishment law and the cybercrime law, which were dated in 2021, but came into effect in 2022. So in many ways, those two uh, sources of law, perhaps the most updated uh, uh, in terms of um, governing the advertising slash marketing legal framework. So voila, that's where we are. I think if I were to count how many different laws we need to keep in mind, uh, there's probably at least a good 20 or so. Well, it's interesting that because you've got various conditions, you've got different regulations, you've got different regulating authorities, you've got the seven emirates uh, involved as well. So a kind of a minefield, really. So there's a balance to be struck. That much is clear. And it's between, I suppose, respect for local religious, cultural, social values, if you like, um, while there's an effort made still to promote freedom of expression and, you know, the freedom to advertise within reasonable boundaries, of course. So where, what legal standard do you need to keep to? How can you police advertising as an industry in the Emirates? You always have to ask the difficult question. I'm, I'm sorry about that. Uh, so talking about standards, in fact, one of the um, uh, most recent uh, authorities, and I hesitate using the word legal authority because I'm not sure if actually it's something you could potentially rely on in court, but it's called advertising standards. So there was a document that was issued in 2020, mm-hmm. which was called advertising, so UAE advertising standards. And this particular document 
for the reasons we just uh, we discussed in terms of having so many different laws and authority supply, basically aims to bring together or consolidate the various principles that govern content in relation to advertisement in the UAE, uh, while reinforcing some of the fundamental values and that are important to this country. Uh, so, for example, these advertising standards, they embody in uh, themselves, and this is as per the expressed provisions in, in the, the standards themselves, for example, religious, cultural, and social values of the UAE. And um, so while they reassert the uh, importance of um, strengthening the freedom and expression of the media, uh, and as well as establish uh, the advertising sector as one of which contributes to the advancement of economic development in the UAE. It also aims to ensure that all advertisement content is impartial and truthful and it respects uh, the privacy of individuals and protects society from harmful influences. So these are some of the specific words and provisions that are stated in these advertisement uh, uh, standards or advertising standards. Uh, so, and ultimately, this the body of, uh, I guess, of these standards, uh, the list of these standards, um, they set out principles for, for all digital and traditional advertisement, broadcast and publishes, uh, and uh, through any kind of media corporation and various outlets. And could also actually be interpreted even more broadly to also apply to advertisement issued by, let's say, shops and retailers and various service providers and business businesses. Mm -hmm. uh, so this is, um, as perhaps as general as it may be, that this is an important uh, authority to kind of go back to and rely in terms of how to bring together all these different laws um, that have existed for a while, some of which are, are very new. Uh, and across the different Emirates, and in particular, as so much of new technology arises every day in terms of our interface, day-to-day -day interface. Uh, so um, I think these general principles are important to keep in mind because, let's face it, every month there's a new type of business, a new type of activity, a new type of uh, possibility, opportunity for us to communicate with the world that seems to come up. So... The, we won't be able, we won't be seeing any regulation specifically addressing that particular activity immediately. It will take some time. But in the meantime, we uh, need to keep these standards, overall standards, in mind. And um, uh, some of the in, in relevant terms, some of the, kind of the more salient points of the advertising standards that are included in this text uh, are is just you know, whatever it is we do in terms of how we communicate with. The world, be it uh, about our own business or products, or on behalf of someone else, for example, like said, marketing and advertising agencies. There's always, there must always be respect for religion and political institutions. Mm -hmm. That is clearly and expressly set out uh, in these advertising standards. Uh, and uh, by the way, this is quite interesting and very specific to the UAE. There are specific prohibitions against certain products and services, such as, for example, alcohol beverages, tobacco smoking, and other types of banned products, uh, such as narcotics. Mm. So, in fact, these advertising standards are very, are very explicit, if you will, that advertising, uh, per se, of alcohol in the UAE uh, is, uh, is prohibited, not just regulated, but prohibited. Uh, so, as is with regards to tobacco and obviously drugs.
Uh, and then uh, there's also uh, there's also a specific list of sort of prohibited content that, for example, includes words and pictures that breach public morals. And that's perhaps uh, one to, uh, importantly to keep in mind. It's sort of a catch-all. Whatever it is that uh, that you do or communicate, just kind of keep that in mind. Could this potentially violate public morals? Could this potentially breach the UAE's, the country's uh, morals or, or, or a cultural value set? Uh, and uh, some of the other prohibited content also includes, in you know, naturally anything related to sort of the pre- prejudice, the interests of children or women, or incites some kind of hatred or violence, uh, and um, you know, or, or breach privacy. Um, some of the other categories, again, these are as per the advertising standards, which aim to consolidate and bring. These different laws into kind of one sort of on one common vector, uh, and that's um, any kind of misleading news and rumors are not allowed. This is also addressed in the cyber crime law, mm. uh, but it's mentioned in the advertising standards. And then um, consumer interests have always to have must be always kept in mind in terms of how you communicate your messages about your product. You must not lead uh, cons- mislead consumers or present them with false information. And there is a number of specific provisions that apply to anything related to uh, health or medical type of products or industry in terms of advertising uh, those products and services, uh, medicine and pharmaceutical products. And just one final comment, and this is as of 2020, this did not exist before. Uh, Now in all the advertisement in the UAE, uh, there has to be at least two languages. So it has to be Arabic. Arabic is a must. So your content has to be presented in Arabic. And then ultimately, if you want to add another language, you're welcome to. But basically, whatever it is that you communicate, whatever it is you do, has to also be uh, as um, it has to be also done in um, Arabic. Now, it's not to say that me as a service provider, I have to communicate with the world and advertise only in Arabic. But let's say if I wanted to publicly advertise for example, put something on the billboard uh, or even want to put a, a label on my car, my office car. So whatever it is that I want to um, advertise on that uh, post, I would have to also draft in Arabic. So there is a set of standards which is trying to pull all these disparate elements together. But who who regulates this? Which is the overarching regulatory body? Or is there not one overarching? Uh, there is not one. And right. this is for a reason, for many reasons, one of which is that depending on what it is that you're advertising, uh, there is um, certain or specific regulations that would additionally apply to certain industries and certain types of services. And so, for example, anything to do with medicine and pharmaceuticals and food products, uh, promotions, by the way, promotions are quite strictly regulated in the UAE, mm. and properties, uh, universities, kindergartens, kind of educational institutions. Uh, so uh, these are general industries, if you will, that in addition to these uh, advertising guidelines and standards and the different laws that exist for publishing and and media, there, there are specific regulations that are focused on these industries. And as part of this, uh, the advertisement or the actions of these companies or the businesses within these industries will also be subject 
to regular regulatory um, oversight and supervision of a specific authority. So, for example, if we're talking about um, education, uh, so whatever it is you communicate or you market or advertise uh, regarding any kind of educational services or products, will additionally have to be subject to, for example, in Dubai, it's the uh, KHDA or, or Knowledge and Human uh, Development Authority, for example. Or it could be the Ministry of Education if it's in other emirates. Uh, similarly, if it's anything to do with um, medical products or pharmaceuticals or medical services, here again, you would have to be subject additionally. One of the authorities that would be regulating is the Ministry of Health, uh, for example. Uh, so, um, and as, as is the case, for example, if you were to um, advertise on billboard along the freeway, along Shadeside Road, you would need to also have and be subject to regulations of a specific authority called Dubai Municipality, because that refers to an actual physical advertisement. And then if you are, depending on where you're based as a business, you can also, and where you want to advertise, you may also need permits and approvals from that particular authority, such as, let's say, DED or Department of Economic Development uh, or, um, uh, or Dubai Civil Aviation Authority, if you're based or you're in the aviation sector or the Dubai uh, Maritime City Authority or whatever Emirate Maritime City Authority. Uh, so it depends on really which product you're mm. in, which business you're in, which industry you're in, where you're based, uh, in addition to kind of the overarching regulatory authorities that, and I'll come back to that, that would regulate advertising and media content. You're also subject to these various other authorities, and they're not, by the way, to the exclusion of the other. Uh, in most cases, they're cumulative. So, for example, there was um, an authority... Until recently, it was called the National Media Council or NMC, and yeah. that's basically that was known to be as the overarching authority that, at a high level, governs at least some sort of advertising standards. And also, for example, for the influencer licenses, that's what you would apply in the past. He was called the the uh, the National Media Council or NMC. Now, as of twenty twenty. Uh, that authority has now been merged with the Ministry of Culture and Youth, and uh, now it's called the Media Regulatory Office, or MRO. So it's the Media Regulatory Office at the Ministry of Culture and Youth, uh, which ultimately was called, previously was called the National Media Council. So that's, if you will, at a high level, perhaps the overarching authority in terms of advertising uh, standards um, and uh, regulations in the UAE. And then depending on what you're advertising, then you also implicate a uh, potential specific law in that, in that specific emirate uh, and therefore also the relevant uh, government authority. So for example, if you want to advertise on your car and in the Emirate of Dubai, uh, so uh, it depends on what it is you're advertising. Let's say if you want to advertise legal services. So A, you need to be in the legal services industry. You need to have all the right licenses to provide legal services. Uh, and, then, um, and then B, you need to obtain approvals from the RTA or the Road and Transportation Authority. 
to place that sticker on your car. You can't just put a sticker on the car and drive around in, in, in the UAE, by the way. So mm-hmm. even if it's your own sticker, your own business, and you have a license for that business, that's not that's not sufficient. So if you want to advertise on the car, you need to apply for a special permit at RTA, that's the Road and Transportation Authority. And as part of that, you'd have to present all the evidence in terms of who you are as a business, that you have all the different licenses, and you, put, you give them the proposed logo uh, or whatever the message you want to communicate and they have their own requirements for example they don't want any personal names and these by the way are changing before our eyes and we've actually had similar examples happen just in our own lives here we had a, a car sticker where four years ago in fact we were advertising our logical podcast <laughs> And it was logical with L.Y. Law. <laughs> and uh, so we had, it was a fairly rigorous uh, process that we had to obtain or we have to undergo through RTA to be able to have that sticker issued. And then two years later, when we're renewing it, and by the way, you need to apply for renewal every year because it's only issued for one year. And then it just shows you and kind of goes back to our earlier uh, discussion that uh, how quickly the standards and regulations are changing uh, even if not officially, but at least their interpretation and application is that if two years ago the same car sticker worked, it, uh, two years later, uh, all of a sudden they said, okay, no more personal names. So logical, okay, but with Ludmila, not okay anymore. So you cannot use personal name. That's not really something that is in this specific regulation per se, but it's obviously something that RTA perhaps has recently updated its own um, protocols uh, and, um, and, you know, and then on top of that, it's, they, they, they look at the content, they look at what it is that's on there, they'll scratch out or cross out what they think is inappropriate, such as personal information, uh, and they'll make sure that whatever it is that you ultimately end up having there is also displayed in Arabic. Right. Uh, so this is just some of the examples. It's a very long-winded answer to your question in terms of who, who are the authorities. Voila, those are the authorities. It really depends. What are you selling? What are you advertising? What are you trying to communicate? Uh, so truly, truly complex body of law and complex legal framework. Uh, but um, at least uh, these advertising standards provide some kind of framework in terms of what we must keep in mind and this very rapidly evolving sphere. So know where you're advertising, know who you're advertising to, and know who you answer to as well is the key. Um, it's highly regulated then. Uh, for sure. And also this is where the regulation particular come into play in terms of what form, uh, format or media, media you are using for your advertising. So let's say if you are doing physical advertising, uh, even if it's in digital form. So for example, you've got a billboard, but it's a, it's a TV screen. So it's mm-hmm. a physical advertise, ad- advertisement, but it's in a sort of a digital format right. in a way. So, but it's not online, so it's, it's physical. So now where are you displaying that advertisement? So if, let's say it's the same, you are wanting to sell Nike shoes, right? So if you want to have your advertisement on a, some big billboard, along Sheikh Zayed Road, so there you'd have to ask for permission from uh, Dubai Municipality, for example, and also DED, and they have their own protocols in advertising, which are again changing. But if the same advertising you wanted to also display, let's say, at a stadium in Sports City, uh, you would also additionally be required to obtain advertising from the authority that governs Sports City. Uh, And let's say you wanted to do the same advertising at a particular event, a sports event, uh, or a community event, 
once again, so you would have to go and obtain a permit from the authority that regulates that particular event or license that particular event. And we're talking about the same type of advertisement, right? The same advertisement. Uh, so it really so this is but these are the physical uh, physical advertising or physical efforts and so as you rightfully said it's regulated not just by law but in, in practice in terms of requirement of having permits so anytime you display like a car sticker or you want a billboard along Shakeside Road or at an event you need to apply for a special permits and these permits have to be issued with these sort of guidelines in mind that I just ran through. Uh, and uh, and they're always issued for a certain period of time right. and for cost. So it's not like you've got this carte blanche now to use the same uh, advertisement and same permit for all your advertising needs. Uh, so, um, so, yeah, so the permits are very important. And uh, there are specific permits or specific limitations, for example, on certain areas where it's just your advertising is additionally is highly regulated and perhaps not even allowed sometimes. Like, for example, houses of worships, right? Or traffic signs and boards. I mean, these are categories are specifically kind of given a different level in terms of uh, what the advertisement, advertisement is even permitted. Government headquarters, government offices, right? Military areas and facades of residential buildings. All of these are just examples of... Um, additional type of uh, site uh, or geography or location or a building structure that would, in addition to all the other regulations, would also call in for a special permit, uh, which may or may not be allowed to begin with. Uh, so highly regulated for sure. And this is as far as at least the physical advertisement is concerned. At least here we can kind of understand so if you want to advertise the same let's say shoes sports shoes in in different emirates you would have to have advertising permits in each one of these emirates from the each one of the authorities where it is that you will be displaying that particular uh, product now but if you want to advertise online for social media <laughs> that's another kind of elusive uh, uh, elusive concept that we are all uh, working on trying to understand and apply and it's rapidly changing and and evolving before our eyes and it's a little bit like chasing the rainbow because it just <laughs> it's it's changing so much sure. uh, so there's a question there so you would they say do the same standards um, apply do i have to get a permit if it's my own business and i want to advertise my own pair of of uh, running shoes uh, so the social media and the online advertising is is regulated by, again, generally speaking, by the same principles that I discussed as part of the advertisement standards. Uh, but uh, they obviously don't require the kind of the permits that we that we're talking about in terms of re obtaining permits from RTA or the Road and Transportation Authority uh, or particular uh, particular municipality because you're advertising, let's say, these shoes on your website. But if you are advertising certain products, even if it's on your website, you may still be required to get permits, for example, if you're advertising pharmaceutical products uh, or any kind of educational products. So even though they are not advertised in a physical format on a billboard at a school or around a, some kind of an academic event, uh, you would still have to have uh, permits to advertise that particular product, even if it's on your uh, on your website, for example. 
so um, yeah, this this is just some of the <laughs> some of the regulations. Wow. No wonder there are so many ad agencies here because, you know, there's an awful lot to decipher, isn't there? I mean, um, let's say, let me just let's take a really simple example. Let's go back to this podcast, to Logical, for example. For us to record it, to put it on the website, I'm licensed to do the recording, so that's fine, so that's under my license. We have an arrangement to do it. You put it on the website, people listen. That's all fine. That's a given. So you want to advertise it. It's a growing concern. We want more people to listen to it. How would we put up, let's just say, an outdoor ad on Shakeside Road? I can see the cars whizzing by now. Loads of people would see our advert for Logical, listen to Ludmilla and Tim talk about X. Where would we start with that? We'd start, uh, I'd say, Dubai Municipality would mm-hmm. be number one, just like, uh, and that was a specific and real-life example where we were advertising a logical on our car, on office car, and we had a sticker in our yeah. office car. We needed to obtain approvals from RTA, the Road and Transportation Authority. Now we're taking it further because, obviously, we are so much more awesome today than we were then. Let's say we could justify somehow to take up a half a... Uh, size of a Shakespeare Road billboard and that right. is logical with Lidmila and Tim. Uh, that would be, because it would be, depends on where, which part of the Shakespeare Road, but right. for the most part, it would be uh, uh, Dubai Municipality and we would apply there. And then as part of them, they will have their own requirements in terms of what we can cannot say. So I'd say Tim and Lidmila, probably based on what we have seen, uh, may uh, be hard for us to uh, in- include in our <laughs> advertising on, on that kind of billboard. Um, but this really depends on the authority. It depends on the authority, depends on the product, depends on reputation perhaps as well, uh, because as we know, so many uh, celebrities and so many businesses and brands are so heavily dependent on a particular personality these days. So in those cases, I guess you could make a case that a particular personality, a particular, particular name is associated with the product. So inextricably that you you're just separating one from the other would kind of defeat the part defeat the purpose so because and i i mentioned this earlier that i when i said i hesitated to call it a legal authority the advertising standards in particular and it's exactly for this reason because i would imagine there isn't uh in terms of these advertising standards they are uh, they are presented by way of just so this is these are the standards this is not a particular law that mm-hmm. mandates that this is how you do it and no other way. So, and because of this, there is um, the presumption of some flexibility. So when you, so these are standards, yes, but they are there more kind of as to, to guide and and instructive versus um, dictating your uh, your advertising activities. So. I would imagine because they're just standards, um, they're sort of more guidelines, uh, and then you could reason with the authority in a particular case, and listen, hey, logical with Mila and Tim, or just one and the same, so uh, advertising without using our personal names would really defeat the purpose. And unfortunately, I'd say you and I are not uh, famous enough, <laughs> like, for example, Madonna would be, uh, that um, I, don't, I don't know if the authorities would necessarily allow us, <laughs> whether they would interpret those advertising standards or apply those advertising standards in our favor in this particular case. But this is an interesting example where I could see that arguments could be made and arguments are often made. Uh, where even personal names and other kinds of details, which otherwise at a higher level might be deemed inappropriate, 
uh, and not allowed might be allowed in our context. And let's hope that, that one day that will be the case. Uh, but yeah, so but that's that's an example. So there is is the Dubai municipality for sure will be one, and depends on, for example, what we want in this message as well. So if you were saying somebody could even argue that what we're doing is an educate has an edu- educational element to it, mm. so therefore maybe we should also get an approval from someone, someone. Not likely for us because we're not just, it's not just you and me. We are the two people from the street, the two friends started, started talking about law, right? We're actually, I have a license to practice law and as an individual and as a firm. So this is my area of expertise. Mm. Uh, and you have license, like you said, to do podcasts. So we already have underlying licenses that uh, should not require for us uh, to have an education license. But someone else who doesn't have, for whom it's not their core business, and they're advertising something that's not their core business, I could see how they might also be required to get, in that particular case, educational license. It's uh, it's intricate, isn't it? I'm very pleased to say that Madonna is next week's guest host on the podcast. She's a <laughs> little bit That's disappointed <laughs> that we can't advertise her name, but she's hopeful in the future it might come to that. What else can we add to this? Because it, it, what's really abundantly clear is that it's an intricate area. You really need to know where to go to get the necessary approvals to advertise. And you can see why that is, because this is really an advertising city. It's clearly a very important important industry here. But broadly speaking, how would you summarize, just to finish off? I'd say it really depends on the the, the media of, of uh, or the forum or the forum in which you're advertising, because let's say social media in itself is a minefield, right? Yeah. And so it, it could be me advertising on social media, just talking about, hey, we just solved in such case, or we just want this and that, or here is a summary of a particular law. Uh, so it's me talking, right? Me talking about my the core of my business. So whether I do it, so if I'm doing it through my Instagram, the, my website. Uh, so, but it's me talking. Okay. So that, I think this is a difference. This is a. Uh, it's still subject. My message to the world is still subject to those other guidelines I just mentioned, such as no misleading of consumer. You have to keep in mind that you must not produce any fraudulent information, misrepresent yourself mislead the consumer uh, and or obviously say make any kind of defamatory statements or inaccurate statements and so on and so forth so but these general guidelines will still apply but because it's my core business i don't really need to get a permit to communicate what i do for a living but let's say i hired you to help me advertise my services so now it's not you the business itself it's it's the advertising agency that is now in charge of um, advertising and basically trying to market me so that that's where additional advertising laws or advertising laws certainly will come into play uh, because then you have to have a special license as a media agency or as a marketing agency you need to be properly licensed and then that point because it is your commercial activity right you are basically getting paid to advertise my services and you will go and advertise my services where obviously not on your own website because that's not your that's not what you do you will go and you will approach different authorities different places different businesses different venues to try to figure out where to advertise my services let's say it could be in a book or it could be in the newspaper it could be some kind of a uh, in a collaboration with someone uh, so a different standard to apply then 
so, but as 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 we uh, talk about it, uh, we're also very much aware of so many um, influencers these days who have really taken the role in many ways, if not uh, outperformed a lot of these advertising agencies. Uh, but just by virtue of being so successful doing their own thing. So, for example, uh, being this amazing yoga guru uh, that you have a million followers on Instagram. So all of a sudden, um, you are being asked to buy, uh, uh, by different businesses to advertise their athletic gear, mm. uh, their shampoo, their perfume, <laughs> their shoes, uh, their yoga mat, and uh, so on and so forth. So in that case, all of a sudden, even though you're still doing your own core business, but at the same time, you're advertising somebody else's product for money, yeah. for service. And so, so this, there is a set of, li- of, of requirements and licenses that have recently been introduced in 2020 for influencers and what they must do in order to be able to do these kinds of um, activities. But I would say, as a parting comment, is that this is where I see there perhaps will be more regulations coming. Uh, because there is this is a very blurry the lines become very blurry between the media companies, the influencers, the service providers, and uh, marketing agencies, and uh, and, uh, and just your own sort of content providers. Uh, so I would say this is a space that uh, will continue to change. Uh, and uh, but in the meantime, as uh, as we go through motions, what's important to remember are that those general advertising standards, which we set out early on in this discussion, should continue and will continue to apply. Advertising in the UAE, that's another episode of Logical. Our legal expert, Ludmilla Yamalaba, managing partner here at Yamalaba and Pleska. Huge thank you, Ludmilla. Thank you, Tim. Find us on our way law on social media, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, LinkedIn. There's an ever-growing library of hundreds of podcasts on our website, and they're all free to listen to. If you have a legal question you'd like answered in an episode of Logical, you can always get in touch and use the same point of contact to talk to a qualified UAE experienced legal professional as well. That's the contact button at lylawyers.com.